next on PIJN News. Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. With the war continuing in Israel and the Hamas terrorism still defending their er erroneous ways, Sharon Haskell, a minister of parliament, has been interviewed by Dr. Anthony Harper. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have an interview with a minister of the Knesset, which is the Israeli parliament. There are 120 members, and one of them, Sharon Haskell, is a woman who was interviewed in depth by our roving news reporter from the White House. Dr. Anthony Harper is here to introduce this interview. Anthony, how did you get this deal with uh, Sharon Haskell? Well, I've had several interviews with her before. She was the one that introduced me to Israel Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu in 2017, specifically on May 8th. And, and she, interviewed, and she um, introduced me to him because of my White House questions on the anti-Semitic UN agency, UNRWA, exposing that in that first week of press meeting at the White House. Okay, well, we support Israel, we support Sharon Haskell, and let's go ahead and roll this full interview with Anthony Harper. Dr. Anthony Harper here, blessed to be with member of Knesset, Sharon uh, Haskell. Is that, how do you pronounce your last name? Is it Haskell? Yeah. Yes, it's great to have you join me from Jerusalem here. And uh, wanted to, 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 to say that this is a, uh, uh, M.K. Haskell is a very special guest from Jerusalem, um, uh, as I mentioned, member of Knesset. Uh, you're with it. Um, and which party are you within the Knesset? I'm a member of the New Hope Party um, um, uh, in the Knesset. Okay. And and I know we've, we've met several times and and you introduced me to the Israel Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu because of my White House questions about uh, exposing the UN schools, UNRWA. I wanted for our audience, well, first of all, to express our evangelical Christian audience and, and my deep sadness and grief regarding the barbaric uh, evil attack on Israel October 7th, uh, 2023. And to let you know that we are praying comfort for you and all of Israel in your loss, for healing and safe return of your hostages, as well as victory over your enemies. And, and thank you, M.K. Haskell, for joining me today for this special interview. Well, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Harper, for inviting me um, and hosting me on your show. Um, these are very difficult times for us here in Israel. Um, and we pray for the quick return and the healthy return of all of our family members who are being kept as hostages in Gaza uh, by the barbaric uh, terrorist group of Hamas. Uh, and we pray that they'll be returned uh, healthy and unharmed as quickly as possible. Yes, I know, as, as soon as possible. 
And I think in light of that, uh, so overall, your response to this barbaric, uh, barbaric attack on October 7th, what was like for you uh, to, to hear about this report? And, and what is your response to a majority of UN nations right now that are calling for Israel to agree to a ceasefire? Well, to be honest, um, let's start from the 7th of October. Um, these events were the most horrifying and horrible events that Israel have ever experienced throughout its history. Um, these are thousands of terrorists who invaded towns and cities in Israel, terrorizing people, going from home to home, massacring and butchering women, men, children, babies. Um, some of these crimes against humanity that they committed on that day are unspeakable. Um, they weaponized uh, uh, um, uh, uh, violently women's attacks, uh, like violence against women was weaponized by Hamas. Um, you know, the atrocities and the magnitude of what had happened there is just unimaginable. And we are completely devastated by those events. Um, because of that, Hamas has left us no choice but to enter Gaza uh, in order to, first of all, bring back our family members who were kidnapped, who are being abused and drugged and beaten and, uh, and, and raped uh, uh, from their dungeons and from their tunnels. Uh, uh, we want to bring them back. And, and this is one of our priorities. And the other one is to completely eliminate that terrorist organization, this ISIS Hamas organization um, that committed atrocities and crimes against humanity. Um, this is not an, an Israel-Palestinian war. This is a war on humanity. This is a war against radical Islam. This is a war that Hamas waged on our values, on our the sanctity of life, freedom, equality, all those values that we share, you know, American values, Israeli values, that was a call for war on our identity. And this is what we're fighting at the moment. And so when you hear those demonstrations back in your home, Anthony, on your doorstep, calling to globalize the Intifada, calling that uh, resistance in any means, murdering babies, burning them alive. And that is knocking on your doorsteps by radicals, by radical Islam. And we might just be the front, but those leaders are calling and have attacked different countries just this week together in cooperation with the Brazilian and the Argentinian uh, forces. Two major uh, attacks, terrorist attacks were prevented 
they're knocking on your doorstep. There were more than 70 attacks on American bases in Iraq and in Syria when Khamenei called for that war and waged his battalion of Hamas towards Israel. Just a few days later, he declared, soon Syria and Iraq will be freed of the Americans. And ever since then, they have attacked American bases, American troops. The Houthis in Yemen, who's another battalion of Iran, they're charging and they're attacking merchandise ships. That's at the hand of Iran as well. This is what you've seen on the 7th of October is probably the first day of the war between Israel, not Israel, but the Iranian war. And the Iranian war, as they call Israel the little devil, America the big devil, that they need to claim back all Muslim land and kill infidels. That means me and you, Anthony, because of what we believe in. Because that we believe in freedom, we believe in quality, we believe in liberties, women's rights, freedom of religion. That's what they're attacking. That's what they're fighting. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I've been praying and teaching for years about the baptism in the Holy Spirit how you can have the power of God right now for your prophetic or power gifts ministry. This new teaching goes through not just Acts chapter two, when the disciples received the power of God from on high and began speaking in other tongues. But we also teach on the gifts of the Holy Spirit and every instance we could find in church history of the gift of tongues. This product is brand new and available to you for a suggested donation of $30. Call us at 866-Obey-God to get yours today. Or you can find it on our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the online bookstore at the top of the page, PrayInJesusName.org, available for a suggested donation of $30. Or you can call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. I'm Dr. Chaps. We want you to sign a petition today to stand with Israel. They are under such attack with Arabs and Muslims killing Jews, but here is the Bible territory that God promised to the Israeli and Jewish people. Even in 1993, in the Oslo Accords, Yasser Arafat agreed, these are the current borders of Israel and it's their land. Let's sign that petition, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, PrayInJesusName.org, sign it today. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. So, so along with us about the UN continuing, uh, the State Department, uh, and I hear in Washington, D.C., bragging about UNRWA. And, and I wanted to bring up that UNRWA issue because I know that you're having an event in the Knesset uh, about, uh, I wanted for you to talk about that here in a little while, but I wanted to know what is your response to the fact of Hamas and many Palestinians being graduates of the UN UNRWA schools? Well, you know, it's been a well-known fact that Hamas has taken over UNRWA. The United Nations knows that, the international community knows that, but no one like is calling for an action. I will say that with the help of, of a few brave senators, 
And with the Trump administration, they froze a lot of the assets of the funds that were meant to go to UNRWA until they reformed their education system. But saying with that, I mean, the magnitude of what is happening in UNRWA schools and, and, and hospitals is unbelievable. There isn't a single UNRWA hospital that our soldiers didn't enter, that didn't have ammunition and bunkers and entrance to headquarters of tunnels of Hamas. I mean, Hamas is using those schools as military bases. And that's a United Nations facility. The hospitals, hostages were kept hostage in those hospitals. Staff knows about it. The, the United Nations knows about it. I mean, Hamas has taken over UNRWA. UNRWA's workers in Gaza are members and family members of Hamas. That's what it means. And so those lucrative jobs and positions as uh, UN workers are being held solely to Hamas cooperatives. If you oppose Hamas, if you do not want to take part in this terrorist organization, then you cannot get those lucrative jobs because they are controlling who's getting employed by the United Nations as well. I mean, it, it, it sounds absurd, but that's the reality. The UNRWA is what's eternalizing and continuing the conflict between Israelis and Palestinians. They have a different definition for refugees. Palestinians, if you would put them under the UNHCR, they wouldn't be considered refugees. I mean, try and imagine this. 70% of Gazan citizens are considered refugees because it's a status you inherit. It means that you're getting paid for it as well. This is a paid profession to be a Palestinian refugee. And that's why 70% of Gazans, some of them are fifth generation that were born there, in 2005, they were given an autonomy in a country to run and, and thrive. And still, the United Nations has considered them refugees in order to build them housing. And the housing is not those tents that you see in many United Nations refugee camps. These are villas that are being built in Gaza for them. These are hundreds of schools and education system that is completely funded by the United Nations. Healthcare. So instead of standing up on their own feet, they, you, you know, Hamas leadership has said, you know, one of Hamas leaders was asked in one of those interviews, you know, Hamas, you, you spent so much money, billions of dollars on building an underground city with weapons and ammunition without end. Why didn't you also? built shelters for Palestinians and looked after them. And you know what he answered? He said, that's not my job. This is the job of the international community. And it's true. It's true because the United Nations is funding the entire system. And it's worth, it's like a paid profession to be a Palestinian refugee. And so as long as UNRWA exists in this context that it exists at the moment, they will forever 
be a continuation of Israeli-Palestinian conflict. I just want to re reiterate uh, my deep sadness and grief along with our audience about what you and, and others uh, in Israel are going through and, and our audience praying for protection over the is Israel Defense Force is a very troubling times. And and, and what to follow up regarding your concerns about uh, UNRWA. So, um, so basically you might've answered my question already about how UNRWA schools uh, that, that see Israel, that portray Israel as the illegal occupier uh, and, and that Israel is Palestine. Uh, how overall, how does that lead to this rise of anti-Semitism Jew hatred and anti-Israel rhetoric policies. Their entire education system is based on the values of hatred and violence and racism. It's all through their textbook. Now, you don't need to take my word for it. If you get, and I can send you also one of these textbooks, you just need to picture it with Google. And Google will translate it to you. You don't need to count on me. And you'll see how their heroes, they're not doctors and scientists and, and sportsmen, they're uh, 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 terrorists, people who murdered innocent people, including children, those are their heroes. They're being raised with mock questions about the, the angle of a rocket and how long it will take to reach Tel Aviv in a certain speed. I mean, uh, can, can you imagine? They're actually creating child soldiers from the age of zero. That's what they're doing. And that's a United Nations education system. It's not based on their values, but on the values of radical Islam. That's what they're teaching in that school. Radical Islam. All of us are infidels, and you are paying for it. And so how can we have a better future when those kids are being educated like that? What kind of an idea of the day after the war we have when that school system is perpetuating the conflict in a sense that one day from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free of Jews and the land will be yours for taking. You will all have land in Tel Aviv and in Haifa and Naria and Akko. And those are the ideas and values that they're being raised. And so when they immigrate later on to America, like now into Canada, they come with a whole baggage of hatred and racism and a good seed of radical Islam that can quickly turn into something violent that is actually dangerous in, in Western society. My towels solved the problem that we've all had with towels. You go into the stores and they feel lotiony and soft, but then you get them home and they wind dry you. That's why I made my towels. They actually work, they're soft, and they absorb. And now I'm excited to announce two brand new lines of my towels. What makes them the best towels ever is they're now made with 100% long staple Shapir cotton. 
This is a combed ring spun cotton that makes my towels even softer and more absorbent than ever. And now you get a six piece set for an amazing introductory sale price as low as $29.98. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get my towels for only $29.98. Or you can get my designer premium line for just $20 more. Either way, you save 50% now on all my towels. They actually work. What a concept. This offer won't last long, so please order now. MyPillow.com Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The MyPillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. MyPillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My Pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My Pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time, when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. I think about what you were talking about earlier about uh, senators uh, here in the U.S., uh, prominently U.S. Senator James Risch, that has been exposing the, the, the problem with UNRWA as well as the Palestinian Authority and, and, and to follow up with about the Palestinian Authority that is the, there's a violation of the Taylor Force Act there is funding still going to the Palestinian Authority. What is your comment about the Taylor Force Act? Um, that, the, that the Palestinian Authority will not get the funds until they uh, they stop the program, pay for slay. I, I, I mean, I, you know, in, in the normal world, that would be a consensus. It, it would be obvious that, you know, America cannot support the programs that promote murdering innocent civilians and, and innocent lives. But in the world that we live today, and what I've seen through demonstrations uh, in America as well, and the slogans and the words uh, that people are not afraid to say, uh, I've seen some terrible demonstrations and words being said on New Year's Eve. Uh, trying to, uh, uh, you know, destroy celebrations of Christmas uh, on, on uh, uh, I think it was Memorial Day as well. Uh, people taking off American flags and disrespecting the community and their feelings. Um, you know, there was just not, just recently, many of the younger generation were going through reading Obama letters, uh, letter to America, and praising Obama, uh, not Obama, sorry, uh, Osama bin Laden, uh, and 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 praising Osama bin Laden for the things that he's done, saying they understand him, murdering innocent people, on, on in in what name can anyone justify? Or uh, I mean, it feels like the world is, has gone mad. 
but you know it, it it gives me a sense of relief to know that there are senators uh, like that who are standing who have a moral clarity and are standing for what's right and 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 it gives me a lot of hope well it these there's these are so intense experiences in dealing with with terrorism that that, that you're all experiencing. I, and I, I, along with you, thank uh, Senator James uh, Risch. He's from Idaho and, and a key a key mem uh, member of the Senate and in the Congress uh, leading the way on the issue with, with several congressmen as well. I know of a Congressman Doug, Doug Lamborn and the Senator, I mean, the Congressman from my, my state as well, uh, Russ Fulcher, that oppose anti-Semitism. And shocking for me to, to witness this uh, like continuous support, encouraging the uh, nations in, in the world to support one or what it really is, uh, 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 at least a front for a terrorist, uh, terrorist group and Hamas operating through that. It, I know it, it is uh, very troubling about, about what is happening in that regard. And I know that you're going to be talking about UNRWA some more at the Knesset. You have a special meeting coming up. At, you know, uh, tell our audience about a little bit of what's going to be included in this special uh, event you have regarding UNRWA at the Knesset. So this event is going to expose first and foremost uh, new information about uh, what soldiers have experienced in Gaza and, and, and what they actually found in those United Nations facilities uh, uh, and buildings. Um, we're going to hear, hear from a few experts on the effects of UNRWA uh, in the Gaza Strip, a few experts in a few think tanks. Um, there are going to be also uh, military personnel who are going to share their experience with UNRWA as well. Um, and there's going to be many Knesset members and ambassadors who are going to come and listen to the things that, you know, uh, are being said there. Um, I invite anyone who wants as well to join us and to, uh, you know, uh, you, you, I know you're going to broadcast that through Zoom as well. And so um, you're more than welcome to invite all of your audience to come and, and, and follow it and, and share it as well. Uh, I know a very special event for you there in the Knesset. I wish I could join you there uh, for this very, very uh, unique time in light of what you have found in the, you know, the IDF has found in these UNRWA schools with the weapons and, and I know about Hamas tunnels under, under the, the UN, the, the UNRWA schools as well. I do thank you and our audience thanks you for joining us from Jerusalem about these so important issues regarding Israel and uh, uh, many Many of us, uh, our audiences, uh, and I, and I'm praying for uh, for all the for the safe release of the hostages, uh, healing for them, uh, comfort for all of you uh, in, in Israel in this uh, very painful time. Thank you so much, Anthony, and thank you so much for all your prayer and your support, and for all your audience that and for their prayer and their support. It really means a lot of. To us and it really strengthened us. Thank you. So there you saw uh, Dr. Anthony Harper's interview with Sharon Haskell, member of the Knesset and obviously a patriot who loves her own country. We need your support though today 
to bring you these kind of important interviews, would you visit PrayInJesusName.org? Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. There's a petition at the top for Israel. You can sign that petition and please donate to help us bring you these shows. If you need prayer, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.